Hello, my little rays of sunshine. It's Julie, back with another episode of You're in Charge. And I'm just going to jump in to this one, because uh, you're not really here to hear who I am. You're here to see if I've got something good to say that might help you in, in your day, in your way, and get you moving along your life a little bit smoother. So... This weekend is known as Homecoming Weekend. For those of you not in the States, it's um, where graduates of whatever school, be it a high school or a college, come back and participate in festivities, you know, um, typically sports games and and whatnot. And um, so I was thinking about home and homecoming, and I was taking my dog for a walk out in the uh, local park that's here. And um, my dog is not fond of running into other people. My dog is a little strange in a lot of different ways, but we love him anyway. And um, I was noticing as we're walking, you know, it's it's a wooded park um, and a lot of hiking trails paved and as well as just wooded trails like that you could um, off-road type of things so I'm walking on the trails but if we run across anybody my dog will bolt into the woods and that's his safety but we were just clicking along and he just disappeared and he does this on the regular he he comes right back he's not far from me but at this juncture I looked and I'm like how did he just disappear into that because it was this thicket of shrubbery leaves thorns I mean just not something that says yeah walk this way and he went in there and so I'm like I'm looking where he went into him like that is not at all comfortable for me like not even a little bit and then I got thinking about um a scene that I was just watching in um, one of the Jurassic Park movies and throughout those movies there's always been something that I notice and it's in those chase scenes when the humans are running from what ends up being the velociraptors and um, what I've always been struck by is that they they filmed the movie in a way that an animal would behave, as well as the way that humans would behave. So humans follow the path. If it's a hallway, stairwell, um, you know, ladders, stuff like that, they, they will take that path. But the animal, in this case, the, the dinosaurs, won't. They don't care. Like, here's, here's a um, wall of glass and they're going to come through it. Because that's the most direct route. Yes, they're going to end up on their butts, but they are going directly for the humans, which are in their sights. And then they don't care about ceiling tiles. You know, they'll pop up into those. And so basically, the animal doesn't see the boundary. They don't care about the boundary. They care about the route that they're taking. And as I was watching Ollie, I'm noticing oh, there's, there's a path that in there that I could, couldn't see, but it was at his perspective, 
knee height. And I wouldn't be seeing that. I'm three feet taller than that. So my sight line is very different. So it showed me that there's new perspectives, something else to see. So in this world, we're so often struck with the right perspective, quote unquote, and doing things the way people expect us to do. But if you're at the height of my dog, he's seeing something that I'm not seeing. He's also built a different way. And he's made for those thorns and anything that he might come across. His fur is thick. So any of those tiny little thorns are just going to get kind of caught in the end tufts of his fur and they'll fall out, but they won't actually hit his skin. But as a human, it's going to rake right across my bare skin. And so, no, I don't want to go in there and I want to stay on the trails. Well, then in the winter time, when all the leaves fall and things get a little bit quieter and maybe there's a dusting of snow, I've noticed over the years, all these trails that aren't human trails, these are animal trails, whether they're deer, coyote, fox, it, like it doesn't matter. Like there's little pathways all throughout there that you can't see when the leaves are out and full. But this is how the animals get there. And then I was thinking about like how occasionally I'll see a deer, deer track go across the man-made trails, but it won't follow it, at least not for very long. And from an animal's perspective, being on that human trail is actually dangerous for them. They're more inclined to bump into a predator, somebody that could do them harm. And they, they know this, they sense this, whether they, they hear it, they see it, if they're in their own trails and they're watching, they, they know where their safety is. And this got me thinking about a particular um, person that, that I know who is literally going blind. And in his, his journey, and he knows this journey already because it's a genetic predisposition. His father also um, suffered from this and eventually went completely blind. So he knew that this has been coming on for quite some time, decades he's known. And holding on to that sight, literally the sight, is an interesting challenge because he knows it won't be there for long and he's definitely trying to travel and do the things that he can while he still has some of his sight. But at the same time, there's a learning curve of using your other senses to try to navigate your world differently. And so looking at these animals and then human behavior, we tend to follow man-made trails or more commonly traveled trails. And this goes for our thought processes too. But 
we're animals. We're mammalian. And while like many of the um, scientific or sociology type examples of using your mammalian brain would be almost in the negative. Like, you know, you've heard people using it in fight, flight, freeze. Um, and they say, oh, well, you know, now you're in your animal brain and like you've just shut down. Well, yeah and no. I mean, if you sense danger, then yes, you will shut down. But what about the instinct? What about using those senses and using different senses to understand oh, right, this is a boundary that might not need to be here for me. It, like that watching Ollie dive into that shrubbery. It, he saw something that I didn't see. Well, in this case, I'm asking you to use your mammalian brain, your instincts, your knowledge base to go places that other people don't see, but you do. So how am I wrapping this up with homecoming? I want you to come home, have a homecoming to yourself. And that means using your instincts, using your intuition, using your knowledge base of your life and your expertise to navigate your world according to you. What does that mean if you haven't been doing that? Well, that's for you to discover. So a way that you can discover this is to literally think about your home. Or if you don't want to think about your home, create a home in your mind. What would that look like? And you might start by using your actual home where you live and think about who comes into your home. Do you like everybody that comes into your home? Do you like how they treat your home? Do you live alone or with other people? Do you like aspects of your home? All aspects, no aspects? Get into the nitty gritty of it. And start looking at the metaphor of it because our homes are a reflection of our inner world. So maybe you have 10 rooms in your home and maybe you only use three of them. Why? What's in the other seven? And are they dysfunctional? Are they overcrowded? Um, are they just vacant? Is this how you want things? So start looking at if they're vacant, maybe they're neat as a pen, maybe they're guest rooms or it's another wing. Who knows what you've got? Do you want it that way? Do you need all of that space? If so, what are you saving that space for? And then start to look inside of yourself. How does that space feel similar to what's going on internally? How about your windows and doors? Are they solid? 
Are they rotting around the edges? Um, breezes coming in like they're, it, they're just too cold. They're not, they're not holding the heat in, in the winter or the, um, heat out in the summer. You know, how are they functioning? Because that would be kind of a boundaries situation. How are your boundaries? Also people visiting. If you like the people that are visiting, great. Are they visiting too much? Not enough. How is this reflective of what's going on inside of you? So look at your world a little bit differently. Look at it from a mammalian animalistic aspect. If you could go directly through whatever it is, a wall or do you want that wall there? Oh, wait, if I don't want that wall there, is there a wall inside of me that's keeping something out that I don't want or blocking something off that could be wide open space, that could be more usable space and try to reverse engineer how to get into your own emotional, mental, physical space of what is home your home inside of your own skin because that is the place we should be safest in the world is inside of our own skin and if you do not feel safe emotionally mentally physically spiritually inside of your own skin I guarantee you you will not feel that outside of your skin either your environment the people you surround yourselves selves with, whether it be in your home, work, in your community, your social spaces, your family spaces, none of them will be safe if you are not safe inside of yourself. So this is just a, a kicking around kind of idea. Don't hold it tightly. Just observe. Go for a walk in nature. Look at nature. See what it reflects back to you. See how you feel. Does that make you afraid? Does it make you comfortable? Are you more relaxed? If so, why? And these are the things that are going to clue you in to how to make inside of yourself more of a home. Feel more comfortable, feel more secure, more self-aware. And when you do that, you model that for those around you which is the strongest way to teach anybody anything. We can't make anybody do anything. We might be able to control them, scare them, you know, hold something over their head for a certain amount of time. But that's not really what anybody wants to do. You just want to be in sync. You want to be in the flow. You want to, you want to have people around you that want to be around you. And you want to be around them. So when you are more yourself, more at home inside of your own skin, you attract that more, that being the comfort, the flow, the ease, the flowing with nature, the, the natural way of you. So I just had that thought and I wanted to share it with you and um, I hope it hits home for you and I hope 
you have a good time coming back home to yourself, having your own homecoming this weekend and here on out, whenever it is that you're hearing this recording. So I'm just going to leave you with that and have a great time doing whatever you're doing, wherever you're doing it, with whomever you're doing it with, even if it's just by yourself, especially if it's just by yourself, because you're with yourself 100% of the time. So you might as well enjoy your own company. Okay. Happy homecoming. And until next time, you're in charge.